Hello and welcome to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. I am Compadre Chris, and on this episode, we have a special guest. Charlie and I had the chance to sit down with Pat Monix. Pat Monix came over to the Chuck Colorado compound, and we got to know Pat, the man, the person, the wrestler, and we got an inside look into Project Monix, Project M-O-N-I-X. Um, I am not going to make this intro extremely long. Let's just get right into the conversation and let's see what Project Monix is all about. All right. Uh, so we're sitting here with the man, the myth, the legend, Pat Monix. Pat, how are you? What's going on? We're, we're inside Project Monix. We're in. We're in. We're part of it. <laughs> Take his hand. <laughs> we're all going to make it. We're all going to make it. We're all going to make it. So thanks for coming out here, man. Yeah, man. It. I'm excited. You're excited? It's easy. Great. We live close. Oh, cool. Uh, so we're at my apartment, the, as Chris would call it, the, or dub it, the Chuck Colorado Compound. Um, and we have um, something set up for you today, Pat. It is, it's a buffet line. Ooh. But as you, so as you know, and I'm going to just repeat this again to like anyone who knew who's potentially listening to this. Uh, two years on the face, our tagline, our gimmick is wrestling is buffet. So in a lot of our, besides, if we're like, talking about specific independent wrestling shows, then those just might be a little bit more about the show. But other episodes, and we kind of got to get back into this just because like April and May was like, there were so many shows going on everywhere. Um, so like we have a lot of shows to talk about still, but a lot of our episodes are buffet line episodes. So the way that they're structured is in the three parts. The three parts are the salad bar, um, the hot plate or your main course, and then also the dessert. So like, and different questions come within each section of the buffet line. Cool. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, okay, great. love it. It's and, awesome. And um, the reason why we embrace that slogan, wrestling is buffet, because of the time, the great time it is to be a wrestling fan right now, and the plethora of options that we all have. And we kind of that I think that we latch onto that phrase because there's you could watch so many different things, and not everyone's going to watch everything. And like it's okay that if someone likes a certain thing or if someone you know is really heavily involved in Project Monix or doesn't know about it yet. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, so like that's kind of wrestling is a buffet. It's like picking and choosing what you want. We're trying to create also like a non-judgmental environment around uh, wrestling fans, and we're usually mostly positive. Um, so for any new listeners, that's what we're about. I'm sure you probably knew some of that already. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's yeah. that's awesome though, because that's that's the reality of it. There's so much wrestling to go around right now, and no matter what you like, you're going to find it because it's all out there now. <laughs> right, right, right. And, yeah. uh, and that's what you mentioned also. So, like, we listened to your – we're going to put this over, too, although, like, they stole our idea, like, a day before <laughs> um, <laughs> we wanted to dro- uh, record – not drop, but record with you. Um, and it's – what's it called? The Spotlight Series, right? Yep. Um, and it's a it, – go listen to that as well. Like, after you listen to us, obviously. After. After. Go listen to that because – a lot of questions that we're not going to ask were asked to you on that podcast as well. And then also, like, so you get to know Pat a little bit more. But the, the purpose of this, obviously, is to dive deeper into character transformation. It's to dive deeper into Project M-O-N-I-X, which is, like, people are being introduced to and have been introduced to, but it takes time to to build that brand awareness, as you know. Um, so that's all of our buffet line, all of our questions in this buffet line are structured to you and around you. And for the purpose of like getting to just uh, peel back those layers of Pat Monix and dive deeper on those subjects. Awesome! Great. I'm excited. You ready? I'm. I'm ready. <laughs> I, I, are you ready? 
Awesome. And you know, you have some notes here too. So if you ever want to jump in, jump into a note tangent while we're going through this, yeah, just go for it. Cool. There's no, uh, you know, break kayfabe if you need to get up and go to the bathroom. Like, okay, that's fine. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll edit out anything that I'm, we need. Edit. I'm in. That's good. Okay, great. That was like my biggest fear today. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get a coffee, but then I was like, oh, I don't know. And, and, and we've, and you've been a guest before too. So like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I have been. Yeah. Let's not forget about that. Yeah. Right. Uh, but this time it's more of a, an actual setting, right? Versus having you in a corner yeah. at the Logan Square Auditorium. Yeah. This, this is like, this is the real deal. Yeah. A little bit yeah. more time. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's, I guess we'll get it started. So the salad bar are usually like quicker questions. Sometimes they have to do with like, what's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? Um, et cetera. Um, I moved a couple favorites to the end because I thought like there was one favorite question that was a little like good as a closer. Cool. Uh, but we wanted, I guess, just start out and explain, uh, the psychology behind the phrase uh, we're all going to make it and feel free to like dive deep into the psychology and like your thought process. It's a common phrase. It's probably one that you say the most often. Uh, so like, how did that start? When did that pop in your head? What are the reasons why that continues, et cetera? Yeah. Um, so like everything in wrestling, uh, it's taken from something else. Uh, very, I feel yeah. like very few things in, in current professional wrestling or indie wrestling are truly original. Uh, so I won't sit here and say that we're all going to make it was derived from my brain because it wasn't. Um, there was a guy who got very famous in a subculture of bodybuilding, uh, which was called, I guess, uh, the aesthetics era, maybe. I don't know if that's what you would call it, if it's an era or what. Are you talking but, about um, Stevie Fierce's Tyler Rain? <laughs> no, no. This has nothing to do with Stevie Fierce, but this is a little peel behind the curtain because okay. I think maybe he's... He took some stuff from this guy as well, because yeah. um, this guy's name is Ziz. It's Z-Y-Z-Z. And uh, he basically was a YouTube phenomenon before, like, YouTube was really big. Uh, like, he was all over the bodybuilding.com forums in, like, 2008, 2009, 2010, I believe. Um, and then he passed away in 2011. Okay. Uh, his heart basically exploded or he had a heart attack. I don't, I don't know the full details behind it. Okay. But my guess is a combination of steroids and drugs because he lived a very wild lifestyle. Correct. But um, this dude just posted really funny videos of him having fun and just being shredded is what you would say. <laughs> um, just yoked. And, yeah, he was just basically, like, being a character. Is this, is this the son of Zeus um, from, from Mount Olympus? Like, he was a pro wrestler who knew nothing about pro wrestling, if okay. that makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was basically being a pro wrestling character, but doing it in, in the bodybuilding culture. And uh, he got really famous on the internet, and like he had a following on uh, all his like meet social medias or whatever, and okay. like, YouTube specifically. But then in 2011, he died, um, and that made it like way bigger, because okay. now all of a sudden like people are like, saying maybe he faked his death, you know, maybe this. All of a sudden he's getting on the news. Um, now it's similar to, like, maybe your Benoit example where, like, people are putting their finger at him and being like, this is why this subculture is wrong. Like, that's mm, like when when, okay. when all that stuff happened in wrestling. Everyone's like, this is why wrestling is wrong because right. the drug abuses and the steroids and blah, blah, blah. So okay. it's kind of a very similar thing. But Zis used to always say, we're all going to make it. Okay. And it's just a very positive outlook on things. Great. Yeah. That's uh, not the answer I expected, but that's cool. Yeah. And I agree that I agree that because there is so much wrestling, we've talked about this, right, mm -hmm. Chris? Um, ideas are like you take 
something and you create almost your own version of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, right? So it's like, there's even like certain moves, like, I don't know, a vertical suplex can turn into like a twisting vertical suplex. Like that's yes. an example on a move basis where like you just take it and make it your own. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's, that's really common. But so, we're, sorry, were you going to say yeah, something? Yeah, and I was just going to say, and, and the phrase alone, like just we're all going to make it. It's positive. It's catchy. Yeah. And it's easy to be like, yeah, I could get behind this guy. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's, to me, it's real because like um, you can say what you want. If you go watch the Zis videos, like you can say they're, they're, they're stupid or like they're funny or they're a joke. And they are. They're, they're hilarious. The dude. The dude was just having fun. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know how much of that is a reality if he actually acts that way or not. Okay. But um, I just know that me and my friends, when we would watch those videos, we got a huge kick out of it and thought it was hilarious. And the dude was just straight up spreading positivity. So I kind of tried to take my little spin on that. And I never want to like financially capitalize on we're all gonna make it. That's why I don't like put it on merchandise. It's just something I say. Okay. Um, and if I if I ever got to the point where I did put it on a shirt, I would probably transfer all like the profits to his brother or something because uh his brother is all over social media still still like um basically carrying on this his legacy okay um oh, okay. and i've actually one time messaged him something just being like you know hey just want to let you know that your brother really influenced me and the way i look at a lot of things blah 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 blah. and then he sent like a really cool message back i'm sure he gets that kind of stuff all the time right but uh yeah like it's it's stuff def- it's not my thing but it's something that um definitely uh influenced me and yeah yeah kind of trying to carry that legacy on a little bit in my own weird little way in pro wrestling <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's it, awesome is, is it a is it a freight do you is it something you go to also to just not even remind your fans but like just to remind yourself on a daily yeah. basis like, yeah definitely i think it's like a lot of people like uh the, the whole pma thing like positive mental attitude that's like a mm-hmm. big thing now a lot right. of guys like hashtag that and put that on twitter it's the same thing yeah. you know it's really just like being like hey we're all gonna make it just just not today yeah <laughs> you know it's right. like yeah as long as you keep doing what you're doing and and, and doing everything the best of your ability someday you're gonna get to the point that you know that you want to get to um barring some tragedy but yeah <laughs> but yeah like you know just keep doing your thing and you're gonna get to where you want to get to yeah and the, the 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 just not today part for clarification is just because is 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 meaning that like today is just a part of the process and like one yeah. day you will make it right absolutely mm-hmm. so that's yeah. what people like so i feel i feel like i maybe have saw seen someone like take that the wrong way on twitter not in like a negative way yeah but that's what that means like yeah um it's just like today is part of the process and we're all going to make it. Yep. But like today you practice. This is the journey. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're not at the destination and you're, and you're, and you, you might never get to the destination, but like if you, if you fall in love with the journey and fall in love with the process, that is the destination, right? That's kind of, now we're, now we're getting into some like Jaden Smith trippy, like, <laughs> whatever. But, but yeah, man, like all those weird quotes, living is dying. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's all about the journey. And if you can enjoy what you're doing day to day, um, who really cares if you make it or not, you know? Like, yeah, right. Who cares, yeah. So it's just like, man, don't don't stress yourself out. We'll make it when we make it. Enjoy the process. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy it. The yeah, it's not a big yeah. deal. No, I, that's something that I, I've embraced. Like being in digital content, it's a commitment and it's long term. And like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's almost like the analogy like, Money, like money doesn't make people happy. So like when you get, when you do make it, is it going to fulfill that hole that you have, or is it, are you already fulfilling that because you're like doing what you love every day? Right. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. have to like take a step back and realize that. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's no, like it makes a lot of sense. when we when we're doing this too, like we realize like we want to stay consistent, but we also know that like we've already had we also don't take for granted the interactions that we've already had with people like yourself. Like one of the highlights, this is not to this is just sharing examples, but like not to put us over or anything, but like one of the highlights when we like talked to Jessica Havoc after she won the AEW like women's championship, like I still think about that time mm-hmm. and still mm-hmm. realize and I've said this to Chris before, like if we were to just stop doing this podcast tomorrow, then like I would still consider things that we certain things that we have done like successful. Hell yeah. Right? And like defining success is your own definition. Yeah. And it's cool too, like once again, going back to wrestling, there are so many different ways to like be yeah. successful. Yeah. Like if you look at like and it doesn't always have to equate to money. It could just be like being uh, on like impact or like or yeah. like it doesn't have to just be like the big top anymore. So yeah, there's so many layers to it all. Like there, right. there's things that you thought at one point were so far away, and then that's just where you're at now. Right. You know. So yeah, like uh, for example, like a year ago, if you would have told me you were going to get booked by AAW, I w- that just seemed very far away. Right. Mm-hmm. But like now that's kind of where I'm at, where I'm like trying to make that a reality, where that's like a thing. Right. Um, and today, I look at a year from today, like what's that going to be? You know? Because right, right. I, I, I know as long as I keep doing what I'm doing and working as hard as I'm working and I got the people helping me that are helping me, um, there's no way I'm going to be in the same spot 365 days from now. Right. Like, I'm, I know I'm going to go forward with this. So it's very exciting to think about that. You know, like if you start going year by year, I was talking to Gringo Loco about this recently. Um, Who's like 16 years in, right? Yeah. And yeah. like, dude, like a, a year ago, like he was, um, he was coming cause he, he was back for a little bit, but he took a little hiatus. Um, like back in the day, he used to wrestle in Mexico and everything, but like uh, 2016, 2017, like he was coming back and getting his groove again. And like, I remember him, ta- me and him talking about like getting on these like hot freelance shows. Mm-hmm. And then, a year from a year later, after like being worried about getting booked by freelance, he's on Janela's spring break. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, right. like, I'm like, if you just do what you did last year for another year, yeah, it's gonna be something else. Like, I don't know right. what it's gonna be, but you know, like, what what's the level after Janela's spring break? Like, maybe AAA, maybe TNA, maybe Lucha Underground. I don't know what it is for him. Yeah. but a year from now, he's not gonna be as long as he keeps progressing. Like he's not gonna be worried about what he's worried about right now. Yeah. So it's cool. It's just like a cool cool way to look at things. It is. It's 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 uh it's like everyone. I don't know. Everyone thinks that like you're gonna gain like twenty percent in a day when really yeah. it's like 0. 0.5 plus point five plus point five. It's like that commitment and like you're it's growing one percent every day yeah like, yeah seriously if that <laughs> yeah if that um so if that's that's cool uh, we went on a little tangent there but i thought it was like yeah needed no, definitely that's um cool. it's just cool that you have that emotional intelligence to like figure that out and see that because not everyone does yeah definitely looking at that at a one year span mm-hmm. if you work at it hard every day you're you're obviously going to come out on top right? yeah so yeah. But yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a pretty cool way to look at it, and and yeah, like the whole PMA thing, right? Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's just hard. It's healthy it's, for your mind too. Right. It's hard to during to yeah. see that, mm-hmm. like it's because people just want like immediate satisfaction yep. and results. But it's never there, and like and then that goes back to all that. Sometimes it's one step or what two two steps forward, one step back, or whatever. Right. Like mm-hmm. you might have a bad day or a bad week where like something happens, but like it's uh it's checks and balances. You yeah. Know? <laughs> It's true. So uh, I went. So the last Zello Pro show, 
and I met your uh, sister for the second time, and I met your mother there. Yes. So kind of like going on what we were just talking about, about that was you then and this is you now, and like how things change. Think, think You think things are going to take forever, but you just focus on a daily basis, and then like in a year, you're like, wow, look at what I've done. Yeah. Can you, uh, like, can you compare your family's mindset to like when you first started wrestling to like seeing them now at Zello Pro Damn, and like how, yeah. how things have changed there. Cause I know Dude, that's like, yeah, that's, that's like yeah. an astronomical change. Um, <laughs> it all be straight up. So my mom listened to the podcast with the struggles and she like, I, she, this was like an hour uh-huh. ago. She called me. She's like, I listened. It was really good, but you shouldn't have been driving during it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> So that happened. And, but then after she said that, she brought up how, um, she's like, you, you threw me under the bus a couple of times, but that's okay. Cause it's true. And I was like, well, I didn't mention the reality of what like really happened when I told you I was getting into wrestling. And she's like, you know what? You can tell them because it's the truth. So today, I'm going to tell the truth. Oh, no. Um, the, the, day, <laughs> the day I, um, like, 100%, like, like she, I, I talked to her about it in brief uh, conversations plenty of times. But the day, like, I pulled the trigger and, like, was getting in the car and driving to this place and putting my down payment to join my first wrestling school in Florida, yep. she didn't know I was going because she said at this point she had said no so many times. Okay, so mm-hmm. I just took the car and went, and it was my grandpa's car because like uh, yeah, so like I couldn't take their car, you know, because like they moved to Florida, so my car was in Illinois. So I was visiting my family for the summer. I had no car, but I took my grandpa's car. Uh, said I was looking for jobs. Said I was like applying for part-time summer yeah. jobs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just drove to the school and went there and gave the dude all the money. And <laughs> yeah. And I came <laughs> back and I was like, "Well, I, uh, this is what I actually did today." And I told her and uh, I told her I already put down the down payment and it was cash and we ain't getting it back. Yeah. So like, there's no like I'm there's in. No going and, back. Mm-hmm. and she she started crying. Yeah. Yeah. She cried, uh, uh-huh. saying like, you know, like I said no this many times. I don't want you in wrestling. Blah 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 blah. Um, and then I had to have a long talk with my dad. And he kind of got it, but, like, he didn't really want me to do it either. But, like, once I got it over with him, he started easing it with her. And right. then, like, a few days later, you know, I was I'm, – well, I, I'm pretty sure the next day I actually still went to training. But, yeah, like, <laughs> after a little bit, she started to ease to the idea. And then it was – a like again, it was a long process for her to actually accept it. But by the time I was having matches, she was wanting to come to the shows. Right. And uh, her – and I, I think that's, like – all, that's just a motherly thing, right? Yeah. Like, she just wants the best for you. Yeah. And, like, and when I was just, like, yours is, a, is on a different scale, but, like, comparatively, in July of 2017 last year, like, I had a cushy job, health benefits that were paid for, and, like, I just wanted to be a freelancer and, yeah. like, figure out, and, like, now it's, I basically pivoted in my career, same industry, but it's, like, it, I was having those same feelings with my girlfriend, who's not here, and might walk in on us. So if she does, just like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my mother, the only, my sister was in my corner, but like my girlfriend and my mother, not and not that they're bad, and not that it's bad that they thought this way, but like they told me no, and there was, but there was no one Why that are you could gonna leave security for for the unknown, right? For the yeah. unknown, right? Yeah. But there was no one that could make that could stop me. Yeah, it's just like I have to do this. They they think they know what's best for you, but no one knows how you truly feel every day. And if you're waking up and doing something that you don't want to do, or you might not even not want to do it, but you think there's something better out there for you, you have to chase that. And, yes. And and sometimes you gotta 
upset some people and ruffle some feathers. But at some point, it's assuming you do what you got to do every day to take care of business, they're going to realize like you got this and right. you're, now you're happier and things are good. Right. So, so it, yeah. it's good that we're at that point. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because I'm, uh, your mother was very supportive at Zello. Yeah. Um, and she, she did, she didn't go into like anything deep with me. She's like, I had some, she said like she had some reserves, but like yeah. everyone was in your corner. Uh, everyone was like, oh my God, you're wearing his t-shirt. Like, <laughs> I think like that, like seeing people, seeing me with your face on my shirt, like yeah. that kind of like brings it together too of like kind of summarizing like how pop, at least locally, how popular you have become. Yeah. Um, so that was all really cool to see, and like it's yeah. I'm good that glad that we're at that point. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah my, my mom, uh, my mom was like, uh, she was embarrassing me in front of Colt Cabana. <laughs> 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 it was so funny. Like, uh, but it was funny. I, I, I think he got a kick out of it. But she was just come. I th- she had a few drinks. Uh, yeah, she did. Yeah. yeah so was... she was saying some funny shit, and then I was just like, "Mom, stop." <laughs> <laughs> she was open with me. So yeah, like, it yeah. was, but not too much. So it was like, yeah, she had a few drinks to lose that, in her that, That's good. Um, but I'm it was glad, really I'm cool. glad she had fun. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, I know that Sam, your sister is excited to hear this too. Yeah. So like, um, she subscribes <laughs> to the podcast. She's like, oh, okay. Like, I want to, she's like, I want to know when it drops. And, uh, so yeah. So no, she would probably oh, yeah. listen to this too. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I know she's listening to the other one today. She's like, I'm the right home from work. I'm listening to it. So I'm sure. She'll be one of your guys' first listeners on this one, too. So it's it's cool to have family that supports me, especially because I knew they would always support me. They've, they've supported me in everything I've done in my entire life, and I'm super thankful for having such a great family. Um, but there was a small period where they didn't support wrestling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they, did yeah. not, they definitely did not at first. Right. And I think it's like a fear, too, of not understanding what it is. Yeah. But like now they've, they've, they've seen it. They've yeah. seen proof. Yeah. Um, Great. So let's trans. I just moved a question, but we're going to transition. This is the last salad bar question. Um, and we're going to transition into the hot plate with this one. Um, are you on the agenda, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Do you want, do you see the, the last see, salad yeah. bar? Do you so want to see all the switcheroos you're making? I, so I'm making switcheroos <laughs> based on how the conversation is going. Now I see that. Yeah. yeah. See? Is this a Google? Right. Doc? It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Google Docs. Yeah. It reminds me of school. <laughs> we would all sit in the library and all just like type things together. Absolutely. Right, as yeah. you're seeing the changes. So yeah, so the last question here in the salad bar is, all right, so what is Project Monix and how is this different from the Pat Monix we met as the one X for the one time? Or yeah, no, yeah, yeah. All, <laughs> all the things. It took me a yeah. while. I even have it written down and I have a hard time putting oh, it together. Man. Yeah, dude. Um, well, <laughs> that's the best way to put it. I'm glad that we did that and we like messed it up too. Like, Cause yeah, like yeah. so, the, uh, Pat Monix, uh, me me starting wrestling, going from Patrick Daly to Pat Monix, uh, it really was a project, man. Like from day one, I didn't really know what I was gonna do. I just knew I was gonna be this dude who tried really hard at being a great wrestler, <laughs> and yeah. like I didn't yeah. have like this character or this idea of like what I was gonna be. I remember like my first day, like getting closer or not my first day but getting closer to matches like them being like well what's your gimmick gonna be and i was like i'm just gonna be me and then they're like well you kind of can't you got to be like something larger than life blah 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 and everyone's got their takes on like what makes a great pro wrestler right but um i didn't really have that many ideas and uh so i, I was like well i got a cool name like and i stole the monix name from uh semi-pro it's uh woody harrelson's character yes his name's ed mm-hmm. monix and like i had a few weeks before my match and i was like uh 
Pat Monix. And they're like, oh, that's fine. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was my name. And I, I didn't really have a character for, like, you know, two or three years. And uh, I just was trying shit. And, like, my Twitter handle, 1x4t1x, what, it was just something my friend made up. Uh, my friend Wyatt means one time for the one time. And it doesn't even really make sense because if you abbreviate it, it doesn't really work that well. It's really confusing. And yeah. The, I, the I, X yeah. stands for times. Yeah. Or yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I talked to you guys once about this before. I, I made that my Twitter handle in, in school because I was yes. tweeting bad things and I was getting into trouble. And that was my way of hiding. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be found. Correct. like Because on Facebook, everyone can see what you post. But on Twitter, me and my friends were just fooling around, posting stupid shit. And like, so my Twitter was 1x4t1x. So I was like, well, no jobs or schools could ever find this. Like, I won't get in trouble by college. I won't get in trouble by job. Yeah. Um, so then when I got into wrestling, I kept, I deleted all the stuff that shouldn't have been on there. And I rolled forward with that Twitter handle. And then I like, started putting that on some of my merchandise. People were like, what does this mean? I would have to explain it. And uh, one, wearing a wristband right now. Yeah, it says, says it right there. And, yeah. like, and, like, and then one day I just kind of was like, wait, isn't the point to get found? Like, why do I have this confusing <laughs> thing? And, and uh, DJZ really sent me down one day and made me. And then I, <laughs> I, I, like, I look up to him a lot. So like, I finally, I was like, okay, I'll do it. So I changed my name to like, Pat Monix, 1x4t1x, and then he messages me, like, dude, what the... <laughs> like, come on, like, commit. And then, so, like, I changed it one more time, and then it was, like, the Pat Monix, because all the other ones I wanted were gone until I came up with something actually creative, which is going to be Project Monix. But Project... Basically, I'll, I'll yeah. skip the whole thing, but, like, yeah, two or three years of, like, not really knowing who I was. Right. Well, I knew, I knew who I was in real life. I just didn't know what I wanted my character to be. Yeah. Right. And uh, I was just kind of doing what, what was happening. Things, things just happened organically and naturally, and I was in a tag team, and I did what I did with that because that's mm-hmm. just kind of what we did to get on the shows. Right. Uh, but it wasn't really true to me. But recently, one day, I just kind of woke up, and after a lot of months of trying to come up with something creative or unique or like this character, or like something that like would be groundbreaking. I just kind of realized like, that's not me. I'm not, a, I'm not going to come out, you know, dressed up as a fireman or like whatever character there is out there. That's cool. Like there's tons mm-hmm. of fantastic characters on in the Indies. Like for mm-hmm. example, space monkey. Yeah. That's right. awesome. Like yeah. I love that character and he's, too. he's phenomenal at it, mm-hmm. but that's just not me. Like I'm never going to be that. And like, I can't like, I just know how I am, and if I came up with a character like that, I just don't think I would care that much about it. Okay. But uh, one day I woke up and I realized like it's okay to not have that. You know, it's a, it's okay to be a project, and it's okay to not be exactly where you want to be in your life, or maybe be who you want to be. As long as every every single day you're doing everything in your power to become that right person or to to get to that place. And that was the day I woke up and posted on the internet. Today is phase 0001 of Project M-O-N-I-X. And my goal with Project M-O-N-I-X is to inspire this line of thinking into others who want more and that every single day is a phase. You have 24 hours to be whoever you want to be or get to where you want to get to. And it stands mm-hmm. for something. Uh, I'm not right. going like, to explain the abbreviation or anything right now, but it it, it stands for something, okay. um, if that makes sense. It you does. Know, it, like it, right. Monix stands for something. Mm-hmm. Um, every letter. Yeah, every letter. It's, it stands for something. Does the X stand for times again? Yeah, <laughs> no. no, not this time. <laughs> not this time. Not this time. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, but yeah that, that's just that's, that's Project Monix, and, and, and we're all on the journey, and you guys can take my hand, and we're all going to make it. That's great. Yeah. I, I think that's... So I think you need to give yourself more credit for... Because I know, like... So what percentage of the way... 
well, not, not, I don't know if that's the right question I want to ask, but like these notes here that have basically in a nutshell right now describe the new version of yourself. Yes. Do you think these notes are like 80% of the way there? And then like, or like this is a hundred percent and then you're trying to make yourself to match this 100% on that's written down on paper. Um, I, I, th I think what I, what I just kind of explained, like with yeah. what project MONIX is, I think that's just like, uh, a, like it would it be equivalent to like an outline. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah. Kind of like, kind of like almost like a, um, table of contents, maybe like a, like a blueprint. Yeah. Like, okay. a, like, yeah. like, like that's kind of like where I'm going with it. And, and if now it's about presenting it a certain way that other people can see what I just explained right. without me explaining it. So okay. that's the process now. Um, but the whole, like the big thing with project MONIX, um, is, I really wanted an excuse to post on social media every single day. Right. And that was where the phase idea came into, um, which like a phase is a distinct period or a stage in a process of change or forming something's development. And I'm like, boom, that that's what I'm doing, man. Like I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to make a living as a professional wrestler. Like this is going to be my career right. and how do I get there? Um, and social media is so important today and, and a lot of people disregard it. But if, uh, I mentioned this a little in that other podcast, but if you look at some of the up and coming guys right now, MJF's someone who comes into mind, Mance Warner, someone that comes into mind, mm -hmm. uh, all, all those Ohio guys, Myron Reed, Trey Miguel, Zachary Wentz, uh, What's uh, I'm, I know I'm forgetting one or two of them, but like, uh, like Desmond Xavier. Yeah, maybe. all those guys are yeah. like very active on social media. Okay, and I just looked at it and I was like, how can I be as active as all these guys, but do it in a different way? And that's kind of what I'm going with with the whole phases of me posting every single day. And what right. we were talking about earlier, sometimes you look at something a year later and see how far things have changed. How cool is it that like I have a post on Instagram and Twitter that if I search the hashtag phase zero 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 one, I can see where I was at that day. And today, how, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it mm -hmm. sucks that I don't know. Here, I'm gonna pull it up right now yeah. just to find out what today would be. Um, oh, I was gonna ask you that question. Yeah, because I, I I don't know right now. I'm pulling it up. And I like let me while you're pulling it up. Yeah. I, want, I like how that's going back to like. It's going back to like there's no wrong goal in today's wrestling industry, yeah. right? So like, your I think your goal is great because it plays into I don't give a shit how I I don't give whatever yeah. we can swear I don't care how I do it yeah I just want to make a living as a professional wrestler yeah so that also like that also plays into like there's no one right path right now exactly right, right. you know so like and I like how that's your goal because all everything that you're doing on a daily basis is like knows. It's not direct, but it knows that it's getting you to that point. Yeah. Of making a living and being a professional exactly. wrestler. It's like the right kind of general general goal. Yeah. Yeah. You know like, I mean? like I, I don't have to post every everything I do every single day to like prove that I'm becoming closer to that. But as long as just like a glimpse into it. Like yesterday, yes. I posted a picture of me at the gym foam rolling. Like, does foam rolling mean that I'm going to make a living as a, as a professional wrestler? No. But it's like one of a million things you do to get to that point. Yeah. Because yeah. I have to foam roll so that my body feels better so the next day I can work out hard again and keep this all rolling. Uh, but yesterday was mm -hmm. phase 0048. So today would be 49. But how okay. cool is it? Tomorrow is 50. So I can look at tomorrow and think about... Uh, where I'm at at phase 50 versus where I was at phase one. And it's like, for example, I'm pretty sure I've gained like 40 or 50 Instagram followers since phase one. So like that in itself, like that's like a little like, um, 
a way to like evaluate it. Like yeah. followers don't mean that much in, in the grand scheme of things, but in indie wrestling, like definitely, it's definitely something. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it absolutely is. Uh, building an audience, especially to like the quality of those followers. Like maybe some of those are promotions or people that yeah. can eventually like yeah get you to. I a mean, place and we talked about um, you know I think previously in our, in our other podcast we talked about how. You know, those 100 retweets got you to go to um, yeah, Callahan's promotion. I, I, that I was fantastic. I love that. That uh, was so cool. Yeah, and here and here's a spoiler. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or if I should say this, but Sammy Callahan just gave me two more dates for Pro, Pro Wrestling Revolver. Awesome. So yeah. I am super ecstatic about that and keeping that ball rolling with that. Yeah. But hey, if I didn't get 100, people can shit on it all they want, me getting 100 retweets to get on a show. But the reality of it is, is it took me 10 seconds, not even, to post that tweet and luckily enough people cared about me and supported me and, and are fans of me to want me to get on that show well i got on that show because of the retweets because of social media and now yes. i'm on two more of them and like if i wasn't talented i would have gone there and they would have been like all right see you so like it's yeah. not like i Absolutely. think that social media is everything you still have to work hard and you have to be trained correctly and you have to have the right people teaching you how to be a great pro wrestler uh which i have a long ways to go with that but i'm at a point where I can back it up enough in the ring for someone like Sammy Callahan to think I'm worth giving two more dates to. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's really cool. One face at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're getting great shots of your legs, too. Yeah. Just fantastic yeah, shots I, of your legs. I'm not big on the gym selfies. <laughs> so like you'll, you'll, see, you'll notice a lot of the gym ones don't have me actually in them. I don't want to be the guy who's posting like pictures of me doing bicep curls all the right. time. Right, you know? GPA. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Oh, dude, the, the one that I posted was pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I'm nice. looking at it right now. This is phase 0036. I was in the gym like, oh, I don't want to post a picture of me working out. How am I going to avoid this? And all of a sudden I looked up, and on the TV is Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. And uh, <laughs> uh, I, I posted this picture of me like with the TV on. I was like, I'm working out. <laughs> <laughs> what gym is that where they have wrestling at work? This was at um, – I think it's That's because crazy. the Ric Flair documentary was on. Oh, And they okay. were showing highlights yeah. of like his – his feud with the steamboat. Um, Great. But yeah, that was uh, Chicago Athletic Club. That's awesome. So that was a, f- a pretty full salad. It was a bar. full salad, but yeah. Yeah, there was Ooh. a lot. There was a lot of salad. What is your favorite part of a salad? My favorite part of a salad, maybe the croutons. Oh, that's my. I've <laughs> said Charlie's. that before. It's yeah. my favorite part. <laughs> if you yeah. can throw egg in there, like uh, I love eggs. So. Like a like a soft bo- or is it hard boiled? Yeah, that, hard boiled. That makes hard-boiled it soft, egg, right? Yeah. 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 I usually just scramble mine. Not a salad, but just yeah. in general. Um, so we're gonna move into a hot plate. Um, and, uh, the first question in that is, and you've talked about some of this too. So like, what is strategically and we're hopefully like, we're going to help out with this. And I think it's exciting that knowing that we are going to help you out with some of this stuff, um, coming soon, right? Projectmonix.com. Right. Yeah. Coming soon. (laughs) Coming soon. That's also breaking. domain. (laughs) Shout out um, to Chris. Yeah, shout out to Chris for, for uh, <laughs> proactively thinking that. Um, but this question is, your strategy for finding work in other promotions, um, what is your strategy for that? What is something that has helped you? Um, obviously, like, with the Proslin Revolver example, you're, you're a genuine, approachable guy. That's translated into people following you on, on Twitter which also that, that was when your Twitter handle was super hard, right? Maybe. <laughs> now, now that it might it's have easy. Been. Yeah, I think yeah. it was I think it might have been yeah. the middle ground, maybe. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe oh. when it was the Pat Monix. The Pat uh, Monix. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well I don't know either. Um but and then that translated to 
support, which translated to a number of retweets to, into a match. Yes. So, like, the, I guess the strategy is, like, genuine interaction with the fans that, in that example because that led to that. But, like, in terms of, like, I guess interacting with a promoter or, like, what is something you try to do on a daily basis, maybe when you're at shows, to try to put you in a bigger spotlight? Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. I, I, I really just try to be myself. I try not to, like, come off as thirsty because, like, okay. I, I introduce myself to, like, like if, if we're talking about these guys, like the Sammy Callahans of the world mm-hmm. uh, who are at a certain point in wrestling that I'm not even close to but are running their own companies – but but I am on the same shows as them sometimes. Right. Yeah. So you're in the you're locker room. You're sharing a locker room. Yeah. Right. So it's this weird thing because like they're your peer, but they're they're not. You know, like I'm not I'm not near their level. But like so, but I'm also not going to be like scared to talk to them. Right. Like we're all just people, right? So like if I if I see someone like Sammy Callan for the first time, I just shake their hand, say hello, say my name, and. And then, you know, be normal. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like, hey, man, like, um, I'm Pat Monix, and I was trained by this guy, and, like, I work really hard. Can you please use me? And I, I promise I'm good. This is a move. Here's a move I do. Look at this video. You know, it's yeah. none of that. It's just, like, I think if you just take care of business day by day, like, at some point, someone's going to say your name in conversation, and that person's going to hear your name. And it's, it all, it's all snowball. Like, um, it's, like, same thing with, like, someone maybe, like, like an Ethan Page, because I've worked for his company, uh, Alpha One Alpha Canada. One. Yeah, it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, one day I went up to Ethan Page and was like, please put me on Alpha One. <laughs> it was just he'd seen, been on enough shows with me and, like, seen enough people, like, who he respected put me over to eventually give me a chance. And when he gave me that chance, I showed up and didn't shit the bed. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, as long as, you, as long as you get there and do all right, you'll be just fine. So that's kind of how it goes down for me, at least. I, I rare, this is going to sound bad, but I don't, contact companies very often and i probably yeah. should more i should start like sending like uh maybe like a resume or videos or whatever but for me i kind of like the idea of it happening organically with people that i know on a first-hand basis absolutely um so yeah yeah no i think that's a perfect answer um and that's something we try to do too as well like not when i talk to someone at a wrestling show I don't tell them that I I have the or that we have this podcast probably until like maybe like the third time I see them at a show. Yeah. Like, or mm-hmm. until it comes up naturally in a yeah. conversation, right? Like um, like, hey, yeah, I, especially I, when he's talking shit about so heels in a phase. They're yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, like, yeah, it's like you, if you've been on seven shows with Ethan Page or three shows with Ethan Page, all of a sudden, maybe, yeah. maybe if you talk to him three or four times, you can be like, hey, man, you, you know, uh, I do have a passport. Right. You know, like, it, <laughs> yeah. maybe, you know, give him a hint. Like, but, but yeah, definitely, yes. it's, it's just as, as you start to get more comfortable with the person. Right, right, right. Um, that's cool. I think that was a perfect answer, a perfect way to go about it. Um, at least it's a very humble way to go about it. Yeah. So think. we know we are on phase 49. 0, yeah. 0, 0, 0, Is that right? That would be correct. Um, when we reach phase 099, do you know where you want to be? What, what, what achievements you want to get, want to have by that time? Are we, are we talking 0, 0, 0099? So like 99? Or are we talking, yes. okay. Yeah, it would be 0, 0, 0099. Zero, zero, nine, nine. So that will be like right around 100. So we're... 49 so that would be like what two months from now ish um man two months from now um i just i'd like to stick at a couple of these companies that i've gotten a few opportunities on um i would like to have my brand more established and more presentable i'd like to have that logo i was talking to you guys about done so i can have that on a t-shirt um i have new gear that's created that's currently being worked on so 
I would like for like by phase zero zero nine nine to have my look the way I want it because I, I have this idea of okay. what I'm gonna look like um, as far as my gear, my T-shirts. Um, I I would like the character to be more developed. I, I'm starting to come up with like names for some of my yeah. moves that like make more sense for commentary. Like uh, my finisher, okay. which is like the implant DDT, where it's it's like you may. No, noticed it's the DDT that Mickey James used to do. <laughs> okay. um, that, that's that's the, what it is basically. Yeah. Um, it's uh, my, my new name for it is the final phase or final phase, oh, and right. I think that's kind of cool. So I'd like to come up with more stuff like that that starts to tie the character into like what I'm doing as a wrestler. Yep, great. So I think yeah, phase zero zero nine nine. I'd like to have that stuff all uh, out of the way. Okay, great. Yeah. Cool. A lot more of those foundational pieces in yeah. place probably. Um, I. I X'd out a, a, a question, Chris, because I feel okay. like it's already been answered. Um, so I guess the hot plate was not... Maybe we had a little bit more... Too much salad, because uh, the hot plate is all, is all take, taken up. Uh, and we're going to move on to dessert. 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 Um, okay, so you sw- spoke about the new tights. Um, any... Because any, you're wearing... Um, and you were gifted yeah. tights right now, right? Yeah. Um, by someone who's pretty Well, let's popular. talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, how did that happen? Yeah. So uh, Mustafa Ali is whose tights they are, and he um, Ali is like man, Ali is like fucking. Oh, sorry, I'm swearing again. No, sorry, yeah. mom. <laughs> she commented on my Facebook post today saying, "Love the podcast, except for the swear words." <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, no, Mustafa Ali is just like uh, like he is the first guy to like really go out of his way to help me from day one. Okay. Um, for whatever reason, he showed up to the training center where I was training and just like we clicked and he's always had my back. He's helped me out so many times and he's helped train me, you know, like yeah. um, he definitely, I'm not going to be like, I'm trained by Mustafa Ali cause I'm not, I'm trained by Bryce Benjamin. Right. But um, Ali is like, yeah, he's just done a lot for me. And, uh, He's always uh, been like the biggest mentor and everything. And I needed new gear because I th- I was getting rid of the phone number gimmick. Right. Mm-hmm. And he uh, I, I I sent him a message because he used to have like these generic black tights on the indies. Um, and I was like, hey man, I got these new boots like, and I need something to match them while I'm like waiting for my new stuff to get made. Do you think I could borrow or pay for or buy like those old ones and he basically was like yeah man i got you just come by and uh don't worry about like paying me and i was like all right well so i get there i still like planning on paying him but he just gives me like these tights and then they're the ones that he wears on tv and i'm like no 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 i don't want these like i I meant like the the ones that like aren't the like wwe mustafa ali tights and he's like he's like well these are them they were they got like changed like he he had someone add stuff to them in like new colors and like the belt and everything right so now all of a sudden i'm like all right well i guess i'm wearing these now (laughs) that's what i had and so so i started wearing them and and they're awesome and it actually kind of matches like the the whole thing was it was great because it's such a new look from what i was wearing like i went from light colors to dark colors correct tights to pants you know Mm -hmm. so all i really wanted to was to get gear that established that i'm no longer the guy with the phone number on his ass. Correct. Like, right. Prancing around and having a good old time. And I'm still having a good old time, yeah. but just in, in, in a different uh, different light. So, right. yeah, the, the gear is perfect. Uh, he gave me that, and I was like, well, now that I'm wearing Mustafa Ali's gear, I have to freaking be good every match. <laughs> so it's a little bit of pressure because it would suck to go out there and just not be 
doing it. But right. Yeah. And then uh, any preview you can give us on what the new tits are going to look like? Are they going to have this logo? That yeah, dude, I can show you guys a picture. Okay, cool. Uh, I can't, uh, but uh, we can't. We'll need to describe right. it. Yeah, uh, they're uh, you know they're going to say. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're they're just going to kind of like have that project vibe. Okay, I, I don't really know. Are they are those colors too? Yeah, the so red? that's like so the, the side is silver. Um, okay. Oh, that's all I'm going to say out loud. I'll, I'll leave all the rest right. for yeah, a surprise. Yeah, let's leave that up. Oh, okay. that's cool. They look yeah. a little bit I, like. I like the belt. Kind of the way that they're... The belt's the big thing. That's what I really wanted. They look a little bit kind of like the shapes that are on them, like a version of Ali's tights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very very similar. Because once once I started wearing tights, I was like, ooh, this is me. Because I've worn worn, little trunks my whole career, and uh, I never knew what tights would be like. But uh, trunks are just hard. They're hard to get made that they, like, fit right, you know? Like, it's just... It's tough. But with pants, they just... You know, they're pants. If they're a little tight or a little loose, you can't really tell. Right. You know, it just covers everything. Um... I feel like this is so evil right now. Just like we're talking about this picture <laughs> and everyone listening is like, oh, I have no idea what they're talking about. It's cool, about. guys. It's cool. But it will be cool. Yeah. It will be cool. Um, yeah. And if there's anything that doesn't make sense, Chris will just cut it out when he's editing. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the pads are not coming back. They're gone. Oh, like the arm sleeve the arm sleeves? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm never against going back to that, but like they... Um, they didn't fit very well. Like they would always come down during my matches. Oh, and, okay. And I'm just kind of like, yeah. Right now, I'm just wearing nothing on my arms. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe well, if I, I mean, it gives right. a good visual when you do the whole arm yeah, thing. Like, that's I would agree. Cool. Yeah. I, I would love to have like um, something like if there was a way to combo it into like gauntlet hand things. Like not, not necessarily gloves, but I don't know if you remember like those old HBK wraps that he had, or like oh, kind of okay. like covered uh-huh. his hands, but yeah. went up went up on his form a little bit. I'd like to have something like that, or like maybe like, I think for a little while Rollins was wearing some cool glove gauntlets, okay. uh, but like maybe something like that. But yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Cool. Um, no, no arm sleeves right now though. Right, right, right. Um, oh yeah, I saw those today. That's what I was gonna say. I saw those today because I watched, or like, I watched that match that you recommended on the Spotlight Series podcast. I believe I did, or like. Oh, the Taco Fest. The one? Taco Fest one. Yeah, it was. That, that uh, was my yarder gear. <laughs> that yeah. was like it was like Nike gloves and like uh, the black and like black arm sleeves. Yeah. yeah, it was. So it was you versus Storm. Yep, Grayson versus a guy named Insomnia, right? Yep, but uh, yep, that's okay. correct. Okay, that Wait. that's the match or no? Or did I watch a different one? Yeah, no, it was Insomnia. Okay. Ooh, on, on the podcast I said Scene Suerte. It's Insomnia. Yeah, you it's did insomnia. say Scene Suerte. Ooh, Scene Suerte and Insomnia may be the same person. I might have just spoiled oh, something. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm so sorry, Scene Suerte. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was uh, that was a fun match. Um, to the, it, was, it was a fun triple threat to watch. Yeah. Because um, yeah. these were bounces up, but you had those those gauntlet gloves. Yeah. Uh, we're in the dessert. We are in the dessert because we the, already talked about the tights. Yes. Um, and so for dessert, this is something that uh, it's somewhat new. We've never done this before, but I decided to give it a shot. Word association. Right. That's basically <clears throat> what it is. Right. When you hear blank, what do you think? What's the first word you think of? All right. Okay. What comes to mind? Is so, it one word? Yeah. My response yeah. is one yeah. word. Yeah, let's okay. do one word. Okay. All right. <sighs> Man, pressure. You ready? Don't say anything bad. Don't say anything bad. Don't say anything bad. Do you want to do a word or do you want to do a, s- a sentence summary? Yeah, a sentence. Whatever. whatever comes to mind. Okay. All right. When you hear blank, what is something that comes to mind? Okay. One sentence, whatever. All right. IW Mid-South. Ian Rodden. <laughs> okay. Freelance wrestling. A party. Oh, I like that. I Candy Elliot. 
Former tag team partner. Bryce Benjamin. Trainer. NXT. Ooh, ah, man. NXT, uh, a goal. Phase nice. 99. Okay. Phase <laughs> um, <Face> something. <laughs> Failure. <laughs> Failure. Um, part of every day. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That was great. That was the first time we've done one of those, but yeah. uh, I like that. Yeah. That was interesting. Did you expect that at all? The, 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 yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect it when I saw it on the agenda today either, but yeah. uh, I, I, that was cool. That's awesome. All right, so you have uh, you recently posted uh, the new entrance music. Yes. And, and the, the trailer that went along with it. Can yes. you talk a little bit about that? Who helped you put it together? What was the thinking behind it? And I think one of the things that Charlie and I talk about is like entrance music. It's super important. We, we enjoy kind of comparing sometimes and, and listening to it. Um, so what was the thinking behind that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the entrance music, uh, I've wanted to have con- custom entrance music for a long time. And right. I've contacted a few rappers about it, um, but they've always kind of either flaked or been too expensive. Um, so I was trying to find it somewhere in the middle, someone who wasn't flanking and wasn't expensive. Right. But uh, I, I maybe at some point that might be a thing. But basically when I was getting rolling in my, my early days of wrestling, which wasn't too long ago, but um, my entrance music for a little while was Wild Eyes by Parkway Drive, which is just like a rock song that I really liked. Um, it's a little screamo-ish actually. So it's a little hardcore, a little, a little outside of the realm of the character that I generally present. Okay. So I don't know if it necessarily matched, but it's definitely something that gets me hype. It's something I work out to. I do, I do like that kind of music. Like I like Parkway drive. I like bring me the horizon. Um, so I got that little side to me actually, but okay. I like a lot of stuff. Uh, but yeah, so that was my song for a while. And then I kind of got ushered into this tag team called the STDs, which like they just kind of picked the song for the company that we wrestled for, or, or, or I think Storm might have picked that song. Okay. I didn't really like it. And then when, when Storm got heard and I was doing my own thing, I just kind of picked a rap song that had a similar vibe for that character. But it was never really me. And like I always knew that like I wanted a song that like when I heard it, I was like, ooh, I want to go out there and have the best match of the night. you know? Like, mm-hmm. And Wild Eyes by Park Wide Drive always gave me that feeling. And when I'm in the gym and I hit that song, it makes me want to have like my best workout. You know, it's just one of those songs that really yeah. gets me gets me hyped. Right. So um, I asked DJ Z, who very similar to Mustafa Ali, like outside of Bryce who trained me, uh, Ali and Zima are like my two go tos. Like they're my mentors. They are like the guys I respect the most in this business. That's awesome. Uh, they have helped me so much more than they ever needed to. Uh, but I briefly brought up to Z how like. I think I need custom entrance music. I think that would separate me. And he's like, dude, done. I got you. And I was like, stop. Like, you don't need to do that. Yeah. But he was like, dude, it won't take me long at all. Like, what do you want? Like, explain it to me. And I was like, well, I found this keyboard version of this Parkway Drive song. Uh, and I used to use it. But I want to, like, tie the keyboard in to the actual song. But I want to cut the song before the screamo comes on and and have this like vocal part where it's like whoa I want that to like keep playing right. I want that to be like the thing that maybe the crowd could at some point attach themselves yeah. to yes. if, like oh man and I'm getting on a tangent here but if you guys go for it dude if you guys watch ROH CM Punk when he would be getting his ass kicked uh, the crowd would start the from from his from his entrance song and the crowd would all do that and then he'd start to fire up and fight back and then like you know they put him back down and the crowd would do it again 
I can't do it right now because you probably won't be able to hear it on the microphone. <laughs> but they would do this, this like stomp or this clap. It's almost like the Kenny Omega Terminator thing yeah. a little bit. He uses that in a different way, but yeah. like yeah. not as a rally. But yeah, and, okay. and and it's like I was like, man, if I so I always heard this Parkway Drive song, and I always had this thought in the back of my mind, like, man, how cool would it be someday if I got over enough at a place where like I was in the match and the crowd's going, whoa, whoa, yeah, you know, and like if they start to catch on, that's down the road. That's a pipe dream. If that happens, that's great. But that's what I that that was my main thinking with the song. I was like, this has to be my song. Can you make that part loop? So he made it loop, and then he was like, what if we like, because you're doing the ladder thing. He's like, what if we tied in the ladder? So now like you'll hear it goes like, welcome to Project M O N I X. So yes. there you got another thing that the crowd could attach to. Maybe yeah. maybe if they go, I'm not telling the crowd what to do. They're <laughs> right. gonna do what they want to do. <laughs> if they do the whoa whoa thing, or even if the crowd just started chanting M O N I X. Whether they want to just say Monix, I don't care. But I just wanted some things that maybe people could grasp onto. Um, and I think that song does it, and I love it, and it is my song now. Great. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I it, definitely got that when I when I listened to it. I like yeah. that, that loop. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. cool. Like, it reminded me of the the Champa entrance music, right? When everybody was, yeah, it was a cycle, cycle killer. killer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, if you can have a song that people can grasp to... Um, yeah, I, I just, some people have the songs that, like, it has the, you know, like, Sammy's in, or uh, El Generico, like, ole, 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 right. ole. I was like, I need something like that, because that's half the game, that's half the battle. If you have that, like, the crowd doesn't even have to like you, but, like, if they're into... At some point, a chat. Yeah, it, along, yeah, if they're into the song, or, like, if they're into, like, what everyone else is singing. Remember when Ali was the freelance champ? It was Ali, 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 Ali. 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 Yeah. yeah, it's true. Ali, Ali. Isaiah has it. Yeah, um, though, I say as well. Yeah, those might not be from their songs, but they were lucky enough that that happened. Whereas, like, I'm kind of trying to like come up with something that will be easier for people to just do. Yeah, or at least you're throwing out the bait. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll someone... see if it happens, and if it doesn't, who cares? But it's at least still a cool song. Yeah, at least it's a, yeah, at least it's a cool song, right? <laughs> yeah, no, the shout, the woes. I'm just gonna call them the woes. The that woes. was the part that stuck out to me the most, at least in yeah. terms of like I know. That would put me in a good mood if I heard it and it was like directly tied to me. Or yeah. like when it, it, it's it, that's a part that puts puts a smile on your face. Yeah, um, that's, that's sweet. Great. So we just have two more dessert questions, and then like anything else that you wanted to say before we signed off, um, we could talk about. Cool. So um, these two are I, these two like kind of like so I said like the salad bar usually has the favorites, but I felt like these would kind of be better at the end to like wrap up. And these are two questions that Chris wrote down. So shout out to him. Um, your best opponent or someone you feel like you have had the most chemistry in the ring with thus far and your favorite match that you've had thus far in your career? Um, probably Isaiah Velasquez is like the person who like when I'm in the ring with him, it's like it feels like riding a bike. And the weird thing about that is I think we've only had two singles matches and I think maybe three. I, I want to say two. Um one was at Freelance Underground. One was at like a freelance festival. Like uh, it was like a it was like a real big fish concert. Um, okay. But dude, I've never touched Isaiah in the ring. Like we never practiced together. He never like helped train me. Like in the sense of, like I was in the ring with Ali a lot. I was in the ring with Zima a lot. Yeah. I was in the ring with Gringo Local a lot. So like when, when I wrestle, like if I'm in the if I'm in a match with Z or or Gringo, it's easy because like we know each other's timing. Isaiah, I've never touched in the ring except for the two times we had matches. And it was like, 
it was like wrestling myself, you know, yeah. so it was like, it was, it's weird. So that would be the answer to that. Like I would love to someday like have a high profile match with him. Nice. Yeah, I know. Well, I saw one of those. One of them was on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. 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 Like uh, the beta brawl. Yeah. The crowd was torn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The crowd was very torn. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, Cause there's two likable guys. So like, so that's chemistry. Would you say the favorite match you've had thus far was with him, or do you have one? Uh, at least, like, uh, from phase one, or it could be, I guess it could even be before this, but for fa- do you have one from, like, maybe phase one to 49 right now that uh, um, is your favorite, or that, like, if you had one match to show someone, you would show them this? I don't know. Like, when, when like, like, I think I'll know when, like, my favorite match happens, and, like, I hate to say the answer is, like, it hasn't happened yet. Because that's just how I feel. Like there, I don't have that match that like I, I could send the YouTube link to like Triple H, you know, and be like, check this out. <laughs> yeah. This is this is what you want to see. Right. I don't feel that way about any of my matches yet. Um, I've had a match with my trainer Bryce Benjamin that I was like really proud of because it was just super solid. Um, I'm proud of that match with Isaiah, uh, the one that you were just talking about. Yeah, Bader Brawl at Freelance Underground. Um, I've had some cool matches, but. The best, like the best moment, or the, the best I ever felt after a match was my very first match against Prince Iakea because it was just like I got to the back and I was like, I'm a wrestler now. Yeah, you know, it was just the coolest <laughs> yeah. feeling. Um, yeah. And then after that, every every other match has been like me critiquing myself. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, I should have done that move like slightly different. Yeah. So yeah. Well, maybe it hasn't happened yet, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's like the feeling after too that is like the most. Like, and I know when I watch a match, the feeling after I get after it happens is like that's what sticks with me the most yeah. not necessarily like you could forget there are certain spots that make a match great but if yeah. you you never forget that feeling after yeah that makes you great or yeah. that that's what kind of sticks with you yeah. even as a fan or a wrestler oh for sure maybe. yeah I've, I've, I've definitely i've probably had like five to ten matches where i came to the back and was like well i have no complaints like I, i'm going home happy tonight but but still, those like when I watch them back on film aren't aren't things I'm ecstatic about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I I just I just thought of another question. Um, Where I'm trying to figure out the best way to phrase this. There's the I feel like uh, what f- um, so, um, most promotions in Chicago do, but like especially what f- freelance wrestling is doing right now is they're creating a lot of meaningful feuds. Mm-hmm. Um, like that are that are resonating with Chris and I, and like we can we know these matches are going to happen like in the next or like they're happening like June fifteenth obviously is potentially a blow off between GPA and Kylie Ray, which yes. is a feud that has been that has had like our wrestling community you could say like up in arms right yes um, my question to you then is where do you see a, f- a meaningful feud like like that coming from you uh, have you thought about that. Everything you said is like uh, I'm I'm working on it, and we know you're working on it. That'd probably be like in terms of body of work that I've seen is like you've had really good matches. I've seen you have really good matches, and right now and you have a mid card title. You've had tag team titles. That would probably be like as a fan. Then like by phase ninety nine, I would want to see you have like a really meaningful story driven like semi main main event feud. Yeah. So like, do you think that could come, and where would that come from, and what would you want it to be? Yeah. Um. I would love to do a hot, serious, reality-driven, fluid program with Danny Dominion. 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, that was like that was going on in my head the whole time we were talking. I was like, okay. should, I, should I say Danny Dominion? But yeah, no, I wanna I wanna like end Danny Dominion's career that's already ended. Okay, great. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, someone, someone. I knew we. You mentioned that before, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it, and, yeah. That's and, like that's that's my like. I think that would be like my like where it brought something different out of me, and it'd be like a passing of the torch. Yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Potential. I don't know what torch Danny Dominion has left to pass. If oh. you're if you're listening out there, I, <laughs> Danny Dominion is he has gone rogue. He is hard to contact and find, and I'm trying to lure him back out, but <laughs> I don't know what to say to make this man We're like calling you out. come out of his cave. But come on, Danny Dominion, don't be scared. One more match. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that you want to leave us with, or like. If a certain promoter or promoter, excuse me, or Booker man or just anyone fan is is listening to this podcast, like what is something that that you want? I guess you want to leave us with. Well, this is. I guess this would be more so to like the fans. Uh, this isn't necessarily yeah. the trust promoter. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to like say, like for me, this is the beginning of a project and it's exciting for me, and I'm very uh, confident of where it's going to go. Okay. But things always change, you know. So like we'll we'll see where this all ends up. Uh, but just to anyone who like maybe is listening to this and is thinking to themselves, like maybe if you're a pro wrestling fan, maybe you like something else. Maybe you always wanted to play guitar or join a band, but you're, you're 29 now. Um, it's not too late to be who you were going to be or what, what you were supposed to be or what you think you can be or what you want to be. Uh, right. You could start your project tomorrow. You could start your project today. You could start your project this second. Um, you can be whoever you want to be. And, Believe in yourself. You got one life. You got one chance, and you got to make the best of it. Because I know when I was 19 years old and made that call to Frankie Reyes about his wrestling school in Florida, and joined, not like a few months later, I was 20, I believe. If I didn't do that that day, if I just kept going down the path I lived, I know right now I would be significantly less happy. So just take a chance. Great. Do what you want to do. Be your own project, and uh, you know we're all gonna make it. That was fantastic. Great. Um, and we'll we'll plug uh, or do let's plug everything right like Twitters, Instagrams, etc. Um, go yeah. for it. Uh, Twitter at Project Monix, Instagram at Project Monix. Nice. Facebook Pat Monix. Uh, you can add me. I might not accept you. I might <laughs> accept you. Just depends. But I, I do use Facebook because my Facebook's on public. I use it for like a lot of stuff, but pretty soon it's going to like start to dwindle away from that. Okay. So yeah, generally mostly Twitter and Instagram at Project Monix. Great. And the DMs are open? DMs are open. Hey, I used to have my phone number on my butt, so I'm not hard to reach. Like, I, I will probably respond to you, but if you're annoying, like, I probably will stop responding to you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll reach out to me. It's not a big deal. Great. And you're very approachable at these shows, so uh, yeah, please I'm, do that. Well. The Stop p- by, say hi, buy some merch. Absolutely. Yeah. Pat, thank you so much. Thank you for, for, for one, being transparent about everything. Yeah. Thank you for coming all the way out here. Thank you for your time, because time is very valuable. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're really, we're really looking forward to helping you in every way that we can and, like, seeing all, all these – Phases come together, seeing you realize your dreams, helping you achieve your dreams in any way possible that we can. So, Well, thank you guys so much for having yeah. me, and you guys are the best. And if you are a Two Heels and a Face listener, you need to keep listening because these guys are going out of their way to bring a part of Chicago wrestling that wasn't getting very much recognition, a lot more recognition. You look at guys like Two Heels and a Face, you look at guys like uh, Wrestling with Unicorns, and mm-hmm. the, f- the more these two groups grow... 
the more all of us are growing and it's it's all happening together and it's kind of becoming this weird like family camaraderie where like when all of us see each other at the show it's like correct we're all on the same page and like we're all on the same mission and it's cool because you look at some of these people and i'm gonna like now put over kylie ray randomly but kylie <laughs> ray is going to make it like she is going to be a bona fide star probably in wwe or somewhere else wherever she chooses um these guys were the ones who were interviewing her first, you know? <laughs> so, like, it's just cool, like, to see yeah. this stuff happening. And, like, not all of us are going to be Kylie Ray, but right. some of us are going to get to a certain point, and, and, and At hopefully some two point, wheels are one of them, you know? Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, you. those kind words. Yeah, no problem. All right. It's all right. true. We're all going to make it, guys.